Hey Groovers, this is Tim with a note about this podcast. Kurt and I produce what you're about to hear as an episode for our other podcast called Weekly Grooves, which is a look at the week's headlines through a behavioral lens. We thought it was important to share it with you, our faithful listeners of Behavioral Grooves, because it's so topical. Also, we wanted to give you a glimpse of what Weekly Grooves sounds like. If you like what you hear in this short reflection of the headlines through a behavioral lens, please check out Weekly Grooves. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to Weekly Grooves. My name is Tim Houlihan. And I'm Kurt Nelson. In the Weekly Grooves podcast, we take topics that are in the headlines from this week and we talk about them through a behavioral lens. We try to get at the why behind why we do what we do. Yeah, it's a weekly look at what's going on from a uniquely human level. Hey, uh, can I guess what our topic is going to be for the week? You can try. You can try. I don't think you'll get it, but you can try. Is it coronavirus? Oh my God, how'd you guess? Well, I have the notes. <laughs> <laughs> true, very true. I should have known that, right? I guess it wasn't a guess then. Yeah. Obviously, this topic has dominated the news cycle for the past few weeks. It ticks off all of the behavioral science points for a very vivid, fear-inducing, hysteria-building event. <laughs> but we are going to be looking at it through a behavioral lens, in particular, Michael Hallsworth wrote an article. Wait, 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 wait. The Dr. Michael Hallsworth, who is like two-time guest on our podcast, Behavioral Grooves? Yes, that Michael yeah, Hallsworth. Yeah, that. yeah. As I was saying, Michael wrote an article for Behavioral Scientists that was titled, Handwashing Can Stop a Virus. So why don't we do it? Yeah. Which takes a look at why we as humans have a pretty powerful method for preventing the spread of COVID-19, yet we don't really do it all that often. Yeah, that sounds great. Let's dig in. Okay. So the premise for the article, if you didn't get it from the title, was hand washing works, but we really don't do it very well. And so the the you know Michael quoted the World Health Organization, uh, where they were warning countries to do everything you can in order to prepare for a pandemic. Okay, so why don't we? Yeah, so why don't we wash our hands? Yeah, well, it starts with lack of awareness, right? There's right. a lot of people who just don't know. Right. And so Michael brings up this in his article. He says, look, lack of awareness of how effective it is, right? And that educational campaigns have, we've, we've known this for years. They put uh, these educational campaigns out all the time for just the normal flu, for colds, for all of those types of any type of, of transmittable disease. Washing our hands is a really powerful thing. Yet we don't, we, we don't do it. Yeah. Cue the G.I. Joe effect. Yes. The information is out there, but we're not acting on it. Yeah. So telling us uh, in and of itself doesn't change behavior. Definitely. And so, uh, you know, part of that is I think that washing hands is already a behavior that we do. Yeah, it's familiar. And it's familiar and, and it's and it's only associated Right now, it's only associated with usually like after you go to the bathroom, right? That's the social norm. You wash your hands then, right? Yeah, but we're maybe, not doing maybe, it very well either. Maybe before we we eat, but for many people, you know, that's the times when you do it. It seems a pretty normal element. Um, and the other aspect of this is that washing our hands feels pretty trivial. Because it's so familiar. It's so familiar. Washing our hands is an everyday thing. It's not... It's not like 
buying the mask to put on my my face to prevent the right. coronavirus from getting in or not going to the Timberwolves game because it's a big public arena. Those are those are big things that I'm doing. Washing my hands. I, I wash my hands. I just, you got to wash my hands more. Yeah. It doesn't feel as powerful. And we'll right? get back to that about, yes. how, about washing of hands because I think that, that deserve, that's a big, big deal. But another key issue of why we don't do it is because there's, there's friction, right? We don't always have hand sanitizer nearby. Yeah, it's not convenient. And so no. friction, you know, Roger Dooley, uh, again, another guest that we had on our past podcast, our other podcast, Behavioral, Behavioral Grooves, Grooves yeah. uh, talked about friction and, and the impact that even a little bit of friction in our lives really uh, inhibits behavior. And yeah. so the the lack of having a sink available after I sneeze, right? I'm going to go f- go to the bathroom. I got to go all the way downstairs to go to the bathroom and wash my hands or yeah. to the sink. Or if That's- you're in a big public place, it, it might mean leaving a meeting or uh, heading down a long hallway or stairs. And, and that's all that's friction that right. gets in the way of us doing it. Right. And, and washing our hands takes time if we do it right. Have you ever tried w- timing yourself? 20 seconds is a, feels like forever to well, wash your hands. You know, you're supposed to what is it? Sing, sing the ABC song yeah, or Twinkle Twinkle, twinkle Little twinkle, Star. It's the yeah. same song, right? Isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, yes, it is. Um, you know, but but trying to do that for that is is really yeah. It feels like forever. Get halfway. Th- I'm, I'm about L M N, and I'm one. Of, I'm done. You know, it's like <laughs> the ABC song, right? There you go. I, I'm usually A B C. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> water, water, done. Hey, there you go. But. Um, the other thing, there was, uh, we don't wash our hands right in in the first place. Um, uh, and I saw a video of a woman, I thought it was the best video I see, and we'll try to find it and put it in the show notes, where she used paint instead of water and soap. And so she had blue paint and she showed kind of how you normally wash your hands. And then she you know, pointed it up and oh my gosh, you could see all of the skin that the paint did not get on. And so then she did a little bit more where she put her fingers together between her fingers and did the backs of her hand because those were all just skin. But still and, didn't cover Oh my it. gosh, still you had a whole bunch of stuff around your, your tips of your fingers and different things and your thumbs are wide open and the sides of your hand. So we don't do it well. So maybe taking 20 seconds is just because to do it well, you got to do That's all what of those it takes. Yeah. 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 We can also feel overwhelmed. Oh yeah. Right. Another big part of this is that we can, the, the vividness in the media, this whole availability heuristic can just overwhelm us with the constant barrage of messaging. And we will, and, it's so easy to feel like, oh man, what can I do? Right. And, I, and I'm helpless in this. Emotionally drained from that. It, so drained, I, we yeah. just give up. We don't do anything. It's, yeah. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't have any control over this anyway. So therefore, why even try? And it's hard to connect to a big picture. We, we've, we, we just talked with Deborah Small about this idea that we're much more willing to connect to an issue if there is an identifiable victim. If you and I knew someone who, was, who came down with the coronavirus, it would totally change our behavior. Mm-hmm. But when it's very abstract and large, it's hard to connect to. Exactly. All right. So what does behavioral science say about improving how often and how well we wash our hands. So one thing is that 
as Michael Hallsworth pointed out, is yep. we got to get a lot better at communication. Yes, so yes. yes, the GI Joe uh, effect is there, but also just the way that we message this. Uh, he he talked about some research that they where they tested different messages, and in particular how the personalized messages impacted genders differently. Yes. where women responded more to uh, soap kills germs, where men responded to it's disgusting. more disgusting kind of thing, right? <laughs> right. Um, and so gender seems to be an important factor. For, and who would have known unless we tested it? Right. Unless right. we actually went out and tested it. You know? And, and, and could that be exposed on, could that be used in social media then? Could we do a better job of messaging in all the, the, the media that we have to reinforce the positive messages rather than the hysteria? Exactly. And, and you know, we target down to, you know, small groups or individuals with political ads in, in messaging, right? which, all right, whatever you feel about political, but this is actually something that could make an impact in, in saving people's lives. <laughs> yeah, right. So why can't we target messages down to that level and test those out and do different things? So obviously that's, that's a big piece. Yeah. Something else behavioral science could do would be to change the habit. Right. Help right. us understand how we can change so those it's habits. Not, so get out of that thinking that you talked about earlier, this trivial thing of when I go to the bathroom, I wash my hands, but that's it. Right. Well, how about washing your hands in a whole variety of other situations? Yeah. And, and behavioral science could help with when-then statements. Right. So when-then statements are these things where when I sneeze, I will now go and wash my hands. And mm -hmm. by just making that statement, setting up that when-then statement uh, sets an intention. And, and we are more likely to follow through on the behavior. It's not usually enough in and itself, but nope. it's, it's, you're, you're more likely to follow through. It's better than nothing. It's better than just not thinking about it all because all of a sudden it triggers a cue, right? It's a cue in your in your brain that says, oh, I sneezed. Oh, yes, I'm supposed to wash my hands now. Yeah. And you um, could use temptation bundling because everybody loves the ABC song so much. <laughs> So the only time you get to sing the ABC song when is was, when you wash your hands. When was the last time you got to sing the ABC oh, song? Oh, I don't know if that's actually temptation bundling, Tim, but it's okay. That's that's okay. But but we could use setting up cues and triggers around our house. And you, so I, I know that there were a, a couple different times, right, that uh, uh, the experts want us to wash our hands, which is oh, after right. you sneeze. Of course. Uh, before you eat or handle food, mm -hmm. uh, maybe when you get home, right? Before playing with the kids. So can you set up and, and maybe write post-it notes, put them around the house or do other ways of, of reminding yourself, setting up those uh, when-then statements, but then also having reminders and triggers. Yeah. And then lastly, let's change the social norm. Let's actually make it socially normal to wash your hands. That that when you, someone sneezes in a meeting, it's the norm for that person to get up and, and go and wash their hands. So it's not like, oh man, that she she's getting up to wash her hands and that's going to totally disrupt our meeting. Right. It's going to be, oh my gosh, she sneezed and she didn't get up and go out. Oh my God, what's wrong with her? Right. It's, right. you know, what got me to wash my hands a lot more than probably anything else before this whole thing happened. Was it, was it me? No, it was a Seinfeld episode. What? Where. <laughs> Seinfeld was they were in the the restaurant uh, and the 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 chef 
went to the bathroom and then didn't wash his hands and went out and cooked and then Seinfeld <laughs> wouldn't eat at that restaurant anymore and he wouldn't shake his hand because he kept having this image of him not washing his hands after being in the in the bathroom. So Jerry's hypochondria <laughs> had a positive influence it on you. It did. It was interesting. But that was... It, it, and TV shows can help set social norms on, on those do. kind of things. And so I think we need to start setting that social norm differently. And, you know, even from the perspective of, all right, washing your hands, but are you washing your hands long enough? Are, are you actually singing the ABC song for that 20 seconds? Do you <laughs> right. see somebody put their hands under the water, wash them, rinse them off and go, and you just go, that's not washing your hands. You got to wash your hands, dude. Hey, dude. What's going on, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, I'll set a 20 second timer, which by the way, I think people should try to set a 20-second timer when they wash their hands just to see how hard that really is. So should we bring 20-second timers into public uh, restrooms? And then as the person in front of you starts, that you start the timer just to just to cue them? <laughs> that is a great idea. We should do that. All right. So let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. Quick recap here. With the potential pandemic that could happen, we should all be washing our hands more. Yet we aren't doing it now. Behavioral science to point to some really, really key reasons why we don't. Right. The first thing is that we're not convinced of the need or the effectiveness of hand washing when it comes to preventing the spread of disease. And hand washing seems to be just too commonplace and trivial to really have a big impact. So we discount it. Second, friction. Man, there is so often friction that gets us, uh, that keeps us from getting to the sink or the hand sanitizer. Right. Third, we don't have the habit to wash as much as we should. It's just a after we use the bathroom and not in all the other environments that we really should be doing it. And fourth, and this is the last one, we are emotionally drained by how overwhelming this whole thing can appear. So we just wonder if we could really make a difference. Right. So all of that may sound like a downer. It's a huge downer. But behavioral science also has some insights that can help. First, we need to do a better job at communicating, personalizing messages that drive the greatest behavior change. So from a policy and a uh, public information piece, that's a key piece. Second, we need to change our habits about washing our hands. One way we can do this better is to set up when-then statements like, when I get home, I will wash my hands. Mm -hmm. These cues help us remember and keep the idea top of mind. Third, we can make washing hands more visual and more of a social norm. If people feel like they are being watched and it's the norm to wash, they're more likely to wash their hands. Okay, so that wraps up this week's episode of Weekly Grooves. We hope that it was informative and that you've learned something. Please take a moment to let us know how you feel about this podcast as we're just getting going. You can contact us on Twitter at What Motivates or at T Houlihan. Now, go, go wash, your, wash hands. your hands. Go wash your hands right now. After that's a, maybe it's a cue, right? After you listen to Weekly Grooves, go wash your hands every week. All right. So go wash your hands and have a great week. 